from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Hey, Jeff! Hi, Aaron! Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. My name is Aaron Catano. And I am Jeff Stormer. And this is a podcast where we teach you how to fend for yourself in the dark apocalyptic abyss known as Dungeons and Dragons. It's a podcast where we're giving you the skills to survive in a harsh, unyielding world that is, I don't know, the gaming table or something. I don't know. It's fine. You're all good. Yeah, you're safe in our hands. Follow yes. us as we lead you through the dungeon of dark magic. Yeah, the endless abyss that is the dark magic before us. <laughs> you, Jeff and I will wade through it, and you can ride on our backs like Yoda. Well, Mr. Honkers will wade through it. That's our magical <laughs> pig that guides us to the dark magic altar. So Mr. Honkers will wade through it. We're going to be sitting on Mr. Honkers, and you're going to be sitting on our shoulders like Yoda. So it's sort of a, a three-tiered experience that we're talking about here. Welcome to the totem pole of all my fantasy children. Yeah, we're we're collectively, we're moving towards the dark magic spiral ham that has all of the answers on how to survive the endless abyss of Dungeons and Dragons. That was amazing. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Remember to like and subscribe. All right. Then until <laughs> next time, good night and good game. Good night and good game. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to turn off the Audacity recording and- uh. All right, cool. Yeah, these cool, these cool. fucking suckers will love it. Got them. Got them. <laughs> we'll call it a special episode. <laughs> do we have a prompt this week, Aaron? We do have a prompt this week. Our prompt this week comes from Twitter user Dromedary. The prompt is, this hero's a mom. Who falls asleep all the time, but that's okay, because she's got a big heart and an even bigger weapon. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm, indeed. Hmm. So, this hero is a mom. Right, yeah. Uh, who falls asleep all the time. All the time. She's always sleeping, sleeping. But that's, but that's okay, because she's got a... A big heart and a bigger weapon. All right. All right. So, let's... Hmm. Hmm. How many children does this mom have? I'm thinking either, I'm going to give you a choice. All right. One or like a hundred. Holy, what? That is a really big gap. Nothing in between. We're going one or a hundred. I'm going to vote one. (laughs) Okay. All right. She has birthed 100 (laughs) children. Are you trying to imply that this is a spider? No, not necessarily. I just, you know, it's magic. There's magic in the air. I get that. One child. We're All right, one, on child, one child. Just because I don't want to name 100 children. Well, I didn't think we were going to name all 100 children. I just figured. Okay, so one child. <laughs> Let's roll on pronouns for the child. All right. Um. <laughs> Three. Okay, so it's a, it's a mom and her daughter. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's decide real quick, what is the mom's race? We haven't done a human in a minute. Let's do a human, then. Let's do it. Okay, and then we don't have to pick the child's race yet. That'll be revealed to us as the story continues. Okay, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, sure. So this mom is tired. Yeah, All sure. the time, sleepy. For me, when I grew up, my dad worked the night shift, like the overnight shift. Okay. So he was always a sleepy boy. Sure, but like still got the job done during the day of like, you know, like coaching baseball and stuff and like taking me to school. Okay. Yeah. So I want to say that this person does something at nighttime. So they're always sleepy. Monster Hunter. 
Oh, wow. That was quick. Then it got real cool. All right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Monster Hunter by Night. Yes. What is this big? So she's a big heart and an even bigger weapon. Yeah. What's yeah, the yeah. weapon? That's like real fucking big. Like Monster Hunters. You know the game Monster Hunter? The weapons yeah. are gigantic. What is the weapon of choice? Bayonet. A, a bayonet? A bayonet. It's like a rifle with a bayonet on the end. Okay, but how big is it? Like, that's a rifle size, so it's like long and then the bayonet's like four or five feet damn so she, she uses a rifle Ooh, is it like a musket yeah yeah cool i'm thinking like revolutionary war era musket yeah and then like a big old honking bayonet on the end so it's more about the sword fight i think using the bayonet so it's more of like a gun spear yeah because yeah, if it's a yeah. if it's a revolutionary war era gun that ain't hitting shit unless it's like two feet away yeah i think i think she uses it primarily as a spear and then like if she really needs to just let off that one big bullet once she's got you speared she opens fire that's pretty badass yeah okay so wow okay that's really fucking cool this mom uses it to monster hunt does the child i'm this is gonna be all right welcome back guys to all my fantasy children we, uh, we starting from basically nothing here. I'm not going to be like, and they yeah. live in Geode. No, I want to start this one like, let's build her piece by piece. Yeah, let's do it. So does the kid go out with her at night? Hmm. You know? like I feel is... like yes and no are interesting answers. So I'm going to, so let's, let's think this out. Okay. So monster hunting is, is scary. Ooh. Okay. I have a cool suggestion. All right. The, the kid doesn't know what she does at night. Yeah, all right, that's cool. I like that. I like that. So, suburban mom by day. Ooh. Vampire hunter by night. This got so much better. Okay, so now we're hunting vampires. Yeah. Now we have blades. Vampires, werewolves, things that bump in the night. Vampires and werewolves and other spookies. I, I'm digging this. Okay, so what does the mom... Let's name the mom. All right, yeah. All right, so what is her? what is her name? And then what's her monster hunter name? Her name is Catherine. Catherine Celeste. No, that's Mama Celeste. <laughs> what is Mama Celeste? <laughs> Mama Celeste is the brand of tiny pizzas. The microwave pizzas can't be Mama Celeste. Jeff, why can't it be Mama Celeste? <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, Cel- Catherine Celeste. It's done. It's done. You shut the fuck up and you <laughs> deal with what we got. And her name is Catherine Celeste. Ooh, you know what? What if by day she's like, a homebody like a like a cook she's making like like meals for the day and then at night she's hunting dracula jeff she has a pizza shop yeah she's got pizza shop she has a pizza kitchen yeah ooh oh no i have it i uh, have it so jeff get this okay by day fantasy's most popular pizza shop there's only one and sure. it's very difficult to get to Sure, sure, sure. It's like this, you know, secret, you know, it's like a speakeasy pizza place. Yeah, okay. Because in the pizza ingredients are only made from wild, evil monster meat. All right. So this is like exotic pizza. Okay. So at night goes out and hunts monsters that are then can transformed into the toppings of a pizza. Okay, so it's sort of a Sweeney Todd situation, That's but with, like, Dracula. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Sweeney Todd meets Castlevania, kinda. Ooh. So, this kid, this, yeah. this, this young lady, her name is Corby. Corby. Corby Celeste, yeah. As in Joe Corby's Pizza. 
that yep. was sold at fundraising events. Yep. So Corby and <laughs> Mama Celeste. Corby and Catherine, yeah. Corby and Catherine. Because I'm in favor of, like, downplaying the Celeste, like, you know, but, like, knowing it's there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> God damn it! This episode is terrible and I love it! So Corby thinks of her mom as, like, a dorky pizza shop owner. Ooh, okay. It's just, like, an ordinary hum-bum, like, you want some, some crushed red pepper on your pizza? Ooh, Jeff, you know what that leads me to believe? What's that, that there are the pizza shop, there are like two sides to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you sure, pull yeah. the candelabra and you're in the black market pizza game. Yeah, right, of course. That means that she's like, so we can say, because we can do whatever we want, that is say you kill like a monster in fantasy, like a monster sure. monster. You know how in games there are like drops? It's like, oh, you killed a beholder, you get the amulet of life. Well, I think it's, I think it's that like, you know, if you hunt an elephant, you get the elephant meat and you get the ivory and stuff. So it's like that, except she is hunting, like, eldritch beasts that lurk in the sewers and are, like, two leagues long. And she's, like, stabbing them with a gun and shooting them and then using that meat to make, like, eldritch pepperoni. So Okay, so is she selling monster pizzas or just pizza shop and then, like, black market evil monster item shop under- Is she a vendor? Is she an NPC? She is an NPC. She's selling- Yeah, she's not selling pizza toppings. She's selling, like- vampire fangs which you use to make like warding spells she's collecting things yes. Yes. she is the npc that you buy ingredients from for weapon and armor forging and like crafting yeah. talismans you have to go to Catherine. yeah she's like do you want a giant octopus eye it has psychic powers like you can use it for you can use it to make scrying spells or i can sell you a pepperoni pizza that's fine whatever you're in the mood for whatever you're in the market for Okay, so I have an I have a business model for you. I have All right, a proposition. yeah, I'm hitting you. Hit me. So this is what's the name of the shop? Mm. What's up, good monster joke and a pizza joke? Mama Celeste's pies and potables. <laughs> Mama Celeste's pies and potables. Jeff, this is like <laughs> okay. So I I want this to be the premise. So the premise is all these adventurers that we've been describing. If you need something. Like, say, um, who's an adventurer of ours? Pumpkin J. Pumpkin yeah. J needs material components for his spells. He's dry. He has to find a Mama Celeste's pizza and potables in order yep. to restock to keep the adventure going. So this is like the usual, this is the behind the scenes of every famous D&D yeah. quest that you don't get to see. This is a magic item shop that you have to, you just stop into between adventures and it's like, well, I need a potion to cure light wounds. Let me stop into the pies and potables and I'll grab, like, the ingredients for that. Or I need, like, an ounce of bat guano so I can cast fireball. Let me go get some bat guano from the pies and potables. And if you want- Ooh, I have a cool thing then. Corby is totally in on this. Okay. And Corby, uh, crafts the magical items. That's neat. And, and while you wait, you eat a pizza. Yeah, that's neat. I so like there's that. tons of adventurers sitting inside this fantasy pizza hut. Just like eating pizzas, waiting, waiting very patiently for like a plus three Vorpal great so Vorpal sword with like lightning damage on it. And in the meantime, they're you know getting down with a Hawaiian, yeah, <laughs> getting down with some ham and pineapple on a pizza. So what that tells me is something very important, okay? Which is that this is the tavern, then. Like, oh shit! Think about it, a group of heroes meeting a tavern. They're meeting in a Mama Celeste's pies and potables. Oh my god, Jeff, are we? This is like the quest center. 
Yeah, this is where, like, if somebody's like, Oh no, my basement's full of rats! I need you to collect ten rat pelts! <laughs> you go to a pies and potables, there's a bunch of adventurers sitting around. You can hire them. Yeah, they, they take your, they go, they collect a bunch of rat pelts, they keep getting, like, bird feathers, because they keep having to fight pigeons. Why are there so many pigeons in this basement dungeon? This is garbage, <laughs> I hate this game. I've been playing this for two hours, I keep getting pigeon feathers. Oh, great, now I got a ruby, now I have to go sell that at a store. Oh, good, I finally got my tenth rat pelt. That took four hours, so Holy then you go back shit. and you get, like, 45 gold pieces from an old man. And Jeff, I know how this works, too. So, how the, how quests work in the world of fantasy is Mama Celeste has a bulletin board, right? Yeah. And if you're yeah. a quest giver, you, like, sign up. Like, my name is Gerald, and I need ten rat pelts. Mama Celeste prices for magical, like, components, they're, they're not cheap. The labor involved in collecting them is very steep. She's got to. She's got. She's got to go out at night and like. Yeah. Track down a bullet and shoot it, and then she can harvest its horn. Yeah, that's horrible. So instead, um, I think she gets a percentage of the bounty. That makes sense. Yeah, I like that. If the bulletin board has like rat pelts, you know, go out and get a beholder's two beholders' eye. One of them goes to Mama Celeste, and one of them goes to the guy who posted on the bulletin board. So, uh, I've got something. This is so stupid, and I love it so much. Just. Oh, it's gonna get dumber. I can't it's wait. It's gonna get dumber. Yes! Um, so this was not originally the way the business was structured. Originally, like, it was sort of an ad hoc thing. She was selling things, she was making pizzas, it was all very, like, scattershot. She was just kind of playing it by ear. Okay. Corb got to age, like, 15, 16-ish. Yeah. 13, 14, you know, teenager-ish, old enough to start working in the shop, and, like, saw this and was kind of like, I can fix, like, I can fix this. <laughs> She's got a brain for business. Yeah. So she organizes this uh, this billboard, and you put your stuff up. She gets a faction of it. And Corb's List is very popular for anonymous listings of, like... Oh uh, my <laughs> god! It's very popular for this type of stuff. Chef Stormer, you invented Fantasy Craigslist. It's Fantasy Corb's List. Corb's List. Corb's yeah. List! Holy shit! And you you check a Corb's list that's in every Mama Cath... What is it? Mama Celeste's Pies and Potables. Yes, you, you go to every Mama Celeste's... You go to P&P. You go to the local P&P to check on your local Corb's list to see what's going on. And it's like... Yeah. And is it a, is it a barter system? Like, how, like, what's the reward? I think that the reward is stated by the person. So it's, it's like, in search of, which is, you know, so it's like ISO 10 rat pelts. W-W-T-O, willing to offer 45 gold pieces. Oh my god. And so, like, really, you're willing to offer 50 gold pieces, but the mom, but the, the, but the P&P takes, like, the five gold pieces, and they say 45 gold pieces. Wow. Or it's like, I've got a phoenix feather. They're gonna take the phoenix feather, and they're gonna sell you, uh, they're gonna give the adventurers about 85% of what that phoenix feather is worth. Whoa, so that- Oh, okay, so that would mean that they are accumulating a large amount of magical items. And then they're selling those magical items out of the back of the shop. That's how they accumulate the resources, is they get a lot of magical items coming in as the barter system. They sell them out through the potable shop in the back. You eat the pizza, you go to Corb's List. Corb has, Corby has really fixed this and has made a very well-oiled machine. She's a smart kid. So they provide a service of quests to every kingdom. Yes. But in return, 
they are accumulating and and as a result of providing the service they are benefiting by accumulating magical items which they mm-hmm. then sell off to yes. okay what i'm thinking then is mama catherine yes. mama celeste mama cat mama cat mama cat ooh i like mama cat so she's mama a cat's hu- good she's a human this yep. idea came to her because uh starting out as a human uh i think she noticed when she was first created, okay, like when she was first, her light first was channeled through the prism and she came to be, right? Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. noticed that all these people were like level 20. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. And it's like, how the fuck did they get so goddamn strong? It's like going on quests. What the fuck is a, what is a quest? Well, it's when someone gives you a task and then you do it in return. So I think Mama Cat spent a very long time starting from like level one, I guess, ranger. Yeah, she's like a level one ranger, and she's real good at it. Like, she's real good at finding and killing things. Yeah. But she doesn't really know. She probably spends some time as, like, a mercenary or a bounty hunter, and, like, she just found she was better at, like, she found she was good at that, and she keeps it up, and that's how she gets, like, the really rare treasures. But then she found she's also just really good at, like, the the mercantile part of that as well. So, at night, so she's tired during the day, but, you know, sure. pizza shop. Corby runs the pizza shop during the day. We'll say. Yeah. And Craft Magic Light. There's employees. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, it's a chain restaurant. Yeah, there's a a P&P in every city. So, why does Mama Cat collect these rare weapons, armor, and ingredients? What does she benefit from having, like, you know, a a plus 10 bayonet that has, like, a laser cannon on it? Like, what is her goal? Besides just, like, running a successful shop, she's a monster hunter. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of what is the what is the reason for all of this? Like, how did she find herself in this work besides, like, she was good at it and has a brain for this? Is there some quest that she went on or... I, I don't know. Well, it's facilitating It's facilitating her monster hunting. It's like, um... It's kind of like Batman with, like, Lucius Fox. Or, like, she's getting these things and the stuff that's really good, she's not selling. Yes. The stuff she's really good, she's using it because, like, there are monsters that are horrible and need to be stopped and will be will be like you know murdering innocent people if they're not stopped. There are like gorgons and purple worms and shit that people need to go out and destroy. Ooh, okay. And she does that. She's very good. She's never stopped being really good at finding things yeah. and taking things down. I think for me cuz I'm thinking now that this this is some true like tabletop or video game RPG stuff. Yeah. So, next to Corb's list is a mama's list. Mama's list is like the very tough baddies. They're like, please, sure. it's like, please take down Tarask, Tarask in backyard. <laughs> yeah. It's, hey, I think there's a mind flayer in the caves below the city because we've all been having nightmares about building an obelisk to an unknowable space god. <laughs> Can somebody go down there and take and take a look at that? And it's not like a, it's not like a, I'm willing to give you money for that. It's just, hey, there's something real fucked up down there. Please send a mama level hero to do this. Yeah. And mama, I, ooh, I think mama goes herself a lot of the time. It's like, maybe this for like high level heroes is a competitive business. Yeah, I think that's great. I think it's, I think it's almost, it's like big game hunting, you know? Yes. It's like fishing. It's fishing. <laughs> it's, hey, you know, I killed a, you know, I killed a Tarask. Oh, you didn't kill a Tarask. Get out of here. And it's like, yeah, but what do you call this? And you pull out a Tarask tooth. It's as tall as you are, and you have to, like, carry it on your back. So Mama Celeste was a human who, when was yeah. when was created, tried to make some money by doing odd jobs. Sure. Okay, so she was doing odd jobs in, let's just say, Purethra Guild. 
Sure. You know, was doing odd jobs in Purethra Guild and making a little bit of coin, you know, picked up, I think, the first weapon she found, which was like a musket, and just yeah. got good at stabbing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Stabbing and shooting. Because I'm trying to think of an origin story. Like, where where does this start? I think it's that she spent some time doing odd jobs, figured out that there was this, like, uh, almost sport hunting subculture. Entered into it on a lark as like, well, maybe this is my calling. And realized she was, like, real, real good at that. Realized, like, oh, like, I'm real supernaturally good at, like, tracking things. <laughs> figured out that figured out that she could be good at that. What I'm getting from what you just said is that P&P isn't so much, like, black market as it is, like, a Bass Pro Shop for yeah, adventurers. Oh, yeah, it's 100% like a Bass Pro Shop or a Cabela's. Yep. This is where you go if it's, like, you know, if you if you have the coin, you know, you can buy the Flaming Sword of Doom. You know, she's yeah. got one. It's in a case. It is not for it. But then, uh, hmm, because that mama has the best stuff. Right. Well, here's what. Yeah, here's what. Here's how I think it works. Here's here's the, the business model of like the potables half of things. Okay. The best of the best stuff. Your flaming swords of doom. She's got locked away. Those are for her because here's what I'm thinking for Ma, for for Mama Cat. She is really good at this, but she's not into the sporting parts of it. Hmm. She likes hunting monsters. She likes protecting like her family and friends and loved ones. Of course. And so, if there's, like, a Mind Flayer in the caves below town, she'll go take it out because she does not want her town ruined by a Mind Flayer. Yes. But, like, it otherwise, so, like, the best stuff she's got locked away just in case something happens that she's got to step up and take care of. Ooh, so it's not on display. Yeah. Then there's the tier below that, like, kind of the silver tier yes. magical items. In the way that, like, in D&D, you'll never buy your best magic items. You no. know what I mean? Like, those are the ones... So the, so the sub-tier, the stuff that you can buy that's going to be really expensive, that's the stuff she's got in a case behind the counter. And she'll make it sound like that's the best she's got, even though it isn't. Oh. So she's like, oh yeah, lightning staff, that's, that's real rare. You're going to have to pony up some penny for that. And Jeff, she doesn't take currency. This isn't a gold exchange. You need to trade in mama points. How you get right. mama points is by completing... Arcade games? Oh, arcade games! <laughs> I was going to say completing quests. But it... I think it's arcade games and Mama... Is it a, is it a combination it's... of both? <laughs> no, 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 no. Mama, the arcade games get you, like, mustache comb. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fake mustache. You want to comb it? <laughs> yeah, there's definitely... There's definitely arcade games you definitely... It's like Chucky fucking cheese, Jeff! <laughs> but if you come in with, like, a Tarask tooth. Yeah. Then you get access to like Mama points. the lightning staff. Yeah, you get okay. Alright, I got it. Mama points, right? There's bronze, yeah. silver, and gold. Gold yeah. mama points get you, you know, magic weapons. Sure. Which is like you need the a Tarask tooth, you know? Yeah. yeah to trade yeah. You in. have to prove that you're as good as they come to get access to the stuff that's as good as they come. Yes. You can earn your membership card to the gold card by trading in ten silver points. Silver sure. points are like, you know, the lesser evil, like still tough battles, but not sure. like dragons, you know, pretty tough stuff. And then bronze yeah, yeah, yeah. is like shooting 10 rats in the sewers. Okay. And then below that, there's tickets for if you get a good game, skee-ball. Yeah, there's skee-ball <laughs> and stuff. And I think because this is like the tavern, they have places where you can like hang out. Where bronze people can hang out in like the ski ball area and earn their way up and get like mama's, mama's bronze board is buy all the arcade games. 
And it's like, that's yep. where the cool kids do not hang out. Yeah. And as you go up in floors, it's like the bronze floor is like covered in arcade games and ski ball and crane games. And then once you get access to the silver tier, you get to move up and that's like a pretty cool lounge. You can swap stories with other adventurers. And then ultimately you want to get to the gold lounge where no one tells you, but that's just where like the best arcade games are. Yeah, I think there are, there are definitely arcade games at every floor. They're just cooler yep. and people play them less because once you get to a certain level, you're like, oh, actually, you know what it is? What? <laughs> they go <laughs> in like opposite descent. They like the 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 more action adventure oriented games like it's inverse so like bronze <laughs> level you're fighting like it's like monsters and like you're you know you're like go kill the fucking vr is it vr it's like metroid and <laughs> yeah it's like vr games and it's like you know i'm going to blow up i'm going to i'm going to kill lemony with my fighter jet nice but then you get up to silver tier and it's like fruit ninja <laughs> where there's still like skill games and stuff and then you get up to gold tier and the arcade games are literally just like, what's the, are like spot the difference? Cause at that point, the games that you're playing are just there to like, relax calm you. you down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Mama's, Mama Celeste's Pizza and Potables has become fantasy Chuck E. Cheese, but also a place where you can like post where you shit you need done. Yes. It's kind of a catch all establishment. All right. What? I don't even know what to do. All right, so so Mama Celeste, what Mama Cat? Yeah, Mama 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 Cat has this opens this business with her daughter. Yeah, just to make money, or like what caused it? What would lead someone to be like, yes, this is a service that needs to be done? I'm thinking something happened, not something like tragic. Like her husband was eaten by a giant that made the service uh like a requirement. I know exactly what it is. It was a yard sale that exploded. Shut the fuck. Shut up. Please continue. <laughs> so she was, we said she was really good at this. Oh, and yeah. And she's not doing it. And she's not doing it for the sporting part. No. So she's collecting these trophies. Mm -hmm. She's collecting this octopus eye or the mind flayer tentacles or dragon scales and things. And it's just piling up. So eventually she's just, she literally just sets up a bunch of these things outside of her house and adventurers start coming by and they're like, oh, oh wait, are those dragon scales? I could use those for armor. How much do you want for them? And she's like, I, I don't know. You could just, I don't know, 20 bucks. So Mama Cat starts out as a monster hunter slaying these horrific things. Yep. They lived in like the outskirts of Purethra Guild. You know what I mean? Like yeah, out in the yeah, wilds. Yeah. So this was just a, there's a mind flayer across the street. Mama Cat had to go smash it because she's got to keep her child safe. So Mama Cat yep. is just defending their home from these horrible beasts. And then once Corby's getting older, it's like the house is filling up with this stuff. We need room. Corby, yeah. she wants a Nintendo. Corby wants more room to like set up and a blacksmith table. Yeah. So there's no room, and Corby is like, Mom, we, we gotta get rid of this shit. Like, it's really starting to pile up. Actually, uh, this is important, and I really want to get to the bottom of this. Okay. So I need you to roll me... Oh, so sudden! Okay, so this is really important, and I need to know exactly what Corby wanted to do. So roll me a d20. Two. <laughs> what is it? It's... Traitor. Stop. Oh, no, never mind. That's the wrong table. Hold on. Fuck! Dancing, either participation or a spectator. 
And that's, wait, that's what Corby wanted to do? Yeah, Corby wants to be a dancer. Corby wants to be a fucking dancer. That's awesome. So we, oh, I, I, all right, I have something then. So in their, in their humble house on the outskirts of Pure Ether Guild, right? Mama Cat and Corby, as baby, is, you know, Mama Cat has to defend her and their home from all these really bad nasties outside with her bayonet. Yeah, right, absolutely. As Corby gets older and is obviously from the window watching her mother badassly slay these, like, horrific nightmare creatures, Mm -hmm. sees how nimbly she's moving in battle and is like, Mm -hmm. I want to do that, wow. But she's like, no, I don't want you to have, I don't want you to work this hard. I want you to, I I don't want you to stay up all night fighting monsters. Go back to bed. And she's like, okay, but I want to move like you do. And so when she's old enough, Mom Cat is like, I need to make some room in this place so that I can make a dance studio for my daughter. That's beautiful. That's That's wonderful. Yeah. So I think she starts selling these things. She just starts like selling stuff. Adventurers come through town and she's just like, hey, do you want this? I don't, I'm trying to get rid of it. I'm trying to build a dance studio for my kid. And this is like a super rare artifact that I can cast like fireball 10 times. Like, yeah, I just need to get rid of this. How about like 20 gold? Going back, because we said that it starts out like a slapdash, like, hey, I'm just trying to sell stuff. Yeah. So that's how like the slapdash business of it starts. Yes. Is she's just like, hey, do you want this? And she's just selling stuff wild. She's making pizzas left and right. Like, it's just a whole thing. So then that's when Corby, like, as she's a little bit older, is like, you know, you could make, like, a real business out of this, and you probably won't have to, like, kill all these monsters to bring in these things, because people are willing to trade this shit for you, to you. you. Like, she's like, you can make a real business out of this and really, like, help people and also make a lot of money for us on the side. And, like, that'll put me through dance school and stuff. Oh, my God. I love that Corby gave her mother the idea for this business. It's like, I yeah. see I see how tired you are during the day, Mom. And I, I don't want this for you. I want you to be able to relax and enjoy your golden years as you're you're not getting any younger. You know? Well, yeah. And it's, it's, it's equal parts of that. And, like, you know, like, you could, we could live comfortably off of the, like, the money that you're making selling these magical items. Yeah. You're undercutting yourself by a lot. We can jack up these prices. We can make this an organized business. Yeah. So I think Corby, like I said, Corby's got a mind for business. So she kind of, like, she makes Corb's list. She makes Mama's list. She sort of devises the tier system. And it takes some trial and error. But, like, she kind of works out the details of, like, here, here's how we're going to take what you're already doing and make it into a business. I love this so much. Um, and I will say that the arcade games on Gold Tier, it's DDR, Jeff. It's DDR, and it's, like, match games, so it's like, spot the difference, here's two pictures of Sam Gord, spot the difference. Well, that one's tooth is silver, and that one's is gold, I got that one, oh, nailed it. Okay, okay, so... I said DDR because she's a dancer, whatever, you know, because Corby's making the magical items, like, you know, forging while you wait and eat your pizza. The reason why P&P took off is because Corby has a has a gift for, like, dancer outfit creation. Uh And so this is the most stylish, like, max level armor. It's not just like made like a gold breastplate. It's like. This glamour, jewel-crusted feathers, you know, it's like true dancer costumes and like mm-hmm, dancer mm-hmm. and like they're really theatrical and beautiful and expressive. And I think you can have them custom ordered. And that's why yeah. that's why you wait. It's like, can I get something that's made of dragon scale that has 
purple feathers and bright gold jewels all over the chest. And it's like, yep, you know, that's going to take a while. That'll be also like a million gold pieces. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. What, what happens with Corby's dancer career? I gotta know. I think she goes to school. I think she goes to, I think, I mean, this is, this is, I, I feel like it's almost cutting this short because this is kind of, I feel like the perfect closing note. Yeah. But I think in the perfect sort of, uh, cyclical, cyclical nature of everything, Corby runs the pizza shop in the day and like goes to night school for dancing and pursues that, like, pursues that as her, like, passion using the money that comes in from the restaurant. Ooh. So she sort of follows in her mother's footsteps in a very, in a different but very similar way. So much like her mother was a monster hunter at night, mother during the day, Corby becomes a manager in the day, dance student at night. That is gorgeous. And Mama Cat? Mama Cat, she she helps run the store. She's out, you know, protecting Purithra Guild from monsters unseen at night. So she's enjoying her golden years and her re- maybe she's retired. She's retired yeah. from the pizza business and now enjoying her life, knowing that her, her daughter has become a, is following her dreams. And that she can now, maybe she hunts monsters during the day now and just sleeps at night. Just, you know, she finally has that relaxing schedule that she's always wanted. But it still involves like, yeah, I'm going to go kill a mummy today. Yeah, I'm going to go hit the tomb. But I'm going to be back before sundown because I'm sleepy. Yeah, she gets to like relax and do it. She gets to do it because she loves doing it, not do it for work. Yeah. Ooh, I love this. Yeah, and so it's like Corby... She Corby loves running the business. Oh, like it's yes. not an obligation thing because no. she, she, like I said, she's got a mind for this. Yes, but at night she's pursuing dance because it's fun and it's a thing that I like to do. Where do you go to dance school in fantasy? What city? Uh, I think it's got to be. Is it Moon Crescent or Geo? Do you think? Oh no, she hires a dance instructor, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She oh, gets definitely. the best definitely. dance tutor to come to her. Are you kidding? Yes, yes. She hires. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not going there. Where? Where are you going? <laughs> she uses her money to bring in the best trainers and teachers from around the world. She she hires them. She brings them in because she's heard off of reputation alone that if you want to master a skill, this is the this is the name that you got to look up. What is it? She is taught dance by the one and only Mr. Jeans, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Hey, Colby, I'm here to teach you some dance moves over here. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so to set the scene, let me set the scene. Holy sh- Okay, God, please do. Set the scene of Mr. Jeans rolling up on a, rolling up on a mansion in Purithra Guild. Corby has money to spare. She can pursue her dance. She can pursue her dream at night. Yeah. She's like, I want the best. P- I want the best. She talks to adventurers and they're like, the best trainer I've ever heard of is Mr. Jeans. Like, he is a master. <laughs> don't trust him. Don't keep your, don't, don't turn your back on him because he could betray you. Yeah. But, you know, he's a good trainer. So she's like, all right, I can handle that. If somebody tries to betray me, I can knife them. Like, I'm, I've been caught a few skills here in my day. Yeah. My mother is Mama Cat. She'll, she'll bayonet you to death. <laughs> she so she's not worried about being betrayed. No. So all she knows, great trainer could betray you on a whim. <laughs> So she hires, she, she, she pays these messengers to send out a message. Mr. Jeans, come, I will give you room and board. Teach me to dance. Well, you know what the bargain is. What's that? You get gold access to Mama Cat's pizza kitchen. Yes. Yes. Pizza, <laughs> so, pizza for life. So she is managing the store one day. She's just working. She's, she's hammering out some magic items. A door kicks open. 
I heard somebody was looking for Mr. Jeans. And she's like, I think I need to kill this. What is this? I'm here to teach you how to dance. You're Mr. Jeans? You're the Mr. Jeans? Yeah, why do you say it like that? <laughs> Scratching ass. Oh, God. <laughs> Hoagie floating in midair. <laughs> um, um. I'm Mr. Jeans. Let's let's hit that Molly floor. Let's get your feet moving. <laughs> I'm gonna teach you the forbidden dance. Oh my god. <laughs> so I with that I have to we have to put a cap on it there because that is yes. fucking hysterical. That Mr. Jeans <laughs> is just like known as a legendary teacher of all things. Alright, so you wanna roll on some tables for Mama Cat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me pull up some tables. But let me see what I got in the fan made section. Monster Hunter. The quiet life of your community suited you just fine. A modicum of peace and prosperity was had in your home. All that was lost. A monster showed up. All was not lost. You stopped them, and now you kind of have a reputation for hunting monsters. Love it. It's perfect. Kind of works perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Roll me a d8 for a personality trait. All right. Seven. Oh, this works perfectly. It is not everyone that deserves to purchase what I procure, and I limit my offerings to only a select few. That works perfectly. If, if you want the goods, you gotta prove yourself as a true hero. You gotta prove that you're the best. I only sell to the best. Yeah. Because because it would be irresponsible to do otherwise. Absolutely. You sell the, the lightning staff to the wrong person, and suddenly you've got, you know, the, the, the king of lightning, and he's got a whole lightning-themed outfit, and he's a super villain, and that's on you. Yeah, I think the point of Mama Points is that you have to prove yourself to be, like, a noble hero that's just protecting yeah. people. And, like, it, it's a very rigorous system of, like, interviews to, to level up. Like, anybody can be bronze, because yeah. you're just, like... Collecting rat pelts. <laughs> but to level up, it's like, all right, prove yourself as a hero. It's some Hercules shit. Yeah. All right, roll me a d6 for an ideal. Okay. Animals... Five, Ant. Profiteer. The pay is often good and the work is steady. I could ask for no more. Damn. That, okay, perfect. This is on point. This is on point. It's a job. This is a job and I'm making a living off of it and it's making me and my daughter's life better. It's a living. Oh, you fucking bird. (laughs) Damn it, you Flintstones bird, you returned. It's been a long time. It's been since the Tiamat episode that I have heard you. (laughs) Deleting everything. This episode is ruined. It's over. Fun fact. If you go through uh, the gold tier section, yeah, you will find that petrified bird in Mama Cass's and like the trophy area. <laughs> it's like an amber. Yeah. <laughs> she found it during an adventure and she's like, I'm going to keep that. That's neat. Oh, that's horrible. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it had a full life. It's like a fossil map. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Roll me a D6 for a bond. All righty. Six eagle. Six. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I, it's not a bad thing. It is literally... Let me read this to you, because, and you can understand my reaction. It is not for myself that I pursue these creatures. It is for the future of my charge that I apply my trade. Oh, my God. That's just... Yeah, we nailed it. We, we, got, we got it correct. Oh, that everything has always been for uh, Colby. Yeah. Corby. Everything has always been for Corby. Man. I'm real excited that we've predicted all of these dice results. Okay, can I take that then and say that early on when Corby was like a little kid practicing dance in like the room that Mama Mm -hmm. Cat built, all of the outfits were made of like dragon bone and, you know, like rock feathers and these badass things. 
and that might have caught people's eye. It's like, whoa, yeah. is your daughter dressed in rock feathers? She's like, yeah, I had a bunch. My kid, I, I, I want those for my own armor or like my own kids. Cl- Maybe it's like a, yeah. <laughs> it's a kids clothes as well, but like kid armor. Mama cat kids. <laughs> Mama cat kids. Yeah. It's, you can get kid clothes, kid armor, adult armor, anything. She'll yeah. do it all in terms of, like, armor and clothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because the whole game is about monster hunting. She don't give a shit what it's getting turned into. She'll, like, I'll make yeah. you a spoon made out of, like, troglodyte teeth. I don't give a shit. Whatever gets my daughter those that sweet new pair of tap shoes she wanted. Yeah. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I have, no in- I have integrity in monster hunting and keeping my realm safe. But I don't give a shit. I'll turn this into whatever you want. My baby needs uh-huh. a new headdress. I love it so much. Roll me a d6 for a flaw. Uh-oh. Mom Cat's going to be like, she likes pudding too much. I don't know. <laughs> Five, Ant. I like pudding too much. <laughs> that was crazy. I don't know how you did that. Guys, I mean, you know, the dark magics work. I'm steer- <laughs> That's like a post-sport game thing. I'm like wiping my neck down with a towel. I'm like, you know, dark magic, Jeff, works in mysterious ways. And sometimes you just nail it on the fucking head, man. You know, like it ain't easy out there, but someone's got to do it. You know, job got done. I'm proud of it. Thanks, Jeff. Five. The quirks inherited from my time in the wild have left me virtually unable to socialize with civilized peoples. Oh. That's neat. I like that. I like I that a lot. Fun. She's she's not the face of the business. She's not even no. like the manager. She just goes out and does what she loves. And yeah. Corby is like, I got this. Like, I'll run the business, mom. You go out and do what you do best. She's basically the mascot. Like, she's basically the face of the brand, yeah. and then Corby runs everything else because Corby is good at this, and she's like, Mom, you don't like this. Go have a good day. Have a margarita. Yeah. Is, is Mama Cat Corby's hero? Oh, for sure. Why? She's been doing what, she's, what she likes to do her entire life, and she's now finding a way to make money off. And I think it's this whole thing has taught Corby, like, a a, a really high degree of selflessness. And just how to how to really give back to a community and people in general, because her mother her entire life has just been so giving for her and the mm-hmm. community as a whole, keeping it safe. And it's something she's been watching her entire life from a window, you know, mm-hmm. like during the in the early years when things weren't that great. And Mama Cat was just having a clean house around to clean up their area, you know, of dark and dirty monsters. Yep. She got to witness like, wow, my mom plays with me during the day and like teaches me lots of stuff. And at night is going out and killing monsters. And that's why she's so tired. I think that really resonates for a long time in Corby. And that's like why the business model is all about like helping people and doing things for other people. Is the pizza free? I don't think it's free. I think it's very affordable. It's definitely like cheap. It's not you're not go like you're not getting bankrupted on pizza. The price of ingredients, it like breaks perfectly even with the cost of the pizzas. Here's the other half of why I think Kat is Corby's hero. Okay. I think Kat has never been the most, like, she's not sociable. She's not a social person. She has a hard time, like, chatting with folks. Yes. She has a hard time being, like, bright and sunny. Yeah. And I think for a while that probably actually, like, didn't mesh with Corby real well, because Corby's, like, a business person. She's, like, she's, like, a, a wheeler and a dealer. So she was like, she's like, my mom's weird and quiet and awkward and loud. But I think hanging out with other adventurers who are also weird and awkward and quiet and loud, Corby has gotten to see how well Mama Cat, like, fits in. Like, she's an adventurer's adventurer, and I think she gets to see a side of her mother that, like, she's just never seen before. She's like, oh, wow, you're actually super cool. 
among like your own friends yes. i just never saw it around an adventuring crowd like my mom opens up like a book and it's just like yeah early on when like mama cat had to go to board meetings it was difficult with how she you know didn't she didn't want to go out there and like knock on doors and network yeah and she doesn't like mince she doesn't mince words and use like corporate speak yes. and stuff and like it's almost like if you've ever seen the movie dr strange love i have not there's a scene in it, it's about, like, the White House, like, war room, and there's a general character who is crass and and obnoxious, and, like, once they start talking about war planes, he just gets real into it, and he starts, like, mim- mimicking a plane and talking about, like, you get this baby in a tight spin, and it's gonna, and I think that's her, is, like, yeah. she's, like, awkward, and then when somebody asks her, like, so what about killing a, a rock? She's like, well, here's the thing, it's gonna come at you, and it's gonna throw a boulder at you, so you gotta duck underneath it, and she's like, mom, please. Oh, god, that is please stop. just the most beautiful thing that this adventurer lounge has opened up, and I don't think that Mama Cat was really, like, around the business much, and then the adventurer lounge opened up, and she's like, mom, are you showing up to the shop? And she's like, yeah, like, I, I kinda wanna, hey, oh my god, like, da- David? And it's like, hey, Mama Cat, like the old adventuring friends, like, Mm -hmm. you know, when someone is around like like minded individuals, they can really open up and they can let all their inhibitions go. And it's just such it's such for me a beautiful thing to see that someone who might not like, you know, someone who might not be cut out for just like uh, an office or like some level of work where there's tons of jargon and numbers, someone like, you know, when you get an outdoors person. Like, really talking about camping. Yeah. Or, or, I'm trying to, you know what I'm trying to say? There's a very specific experience when you see somebody in their element. Yes. And I think Corb gets to see Mama Cat in her element. Yeah. For the fir- maybe the first time in her life. And I think that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. It, there's truly something beautiful about seeing someone in their element and opening up who might not, who might sometimes yeah. be a little closed off. And I think that's what pushes her to expand the branch to other Mm -hmm. locations around the world. It's like a place where people who might not be able to open up, who who have to do the unfortunate, who have to do the dirtier jobs Mm -hmm. in the kingdoms Mm -hmm. of like monster hunting and adventuring, which isn't like glamorous. It's tough. No, it's like a down and dirty business. Yeah, it's a place where those kind of people can get together and really like be around each other and swap stories and get a cheap meal. It's this really cool place inspired by her mother that is like a, a cool hangout for adventurers. Yeah. I love this. So, That's awesome. I love this I love so it. goddamn fantastic. much. Yeah. What a cool, what a cool, what a cool story. Oh my God. What a cool character. What a cool fantasy child. Yes. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you, Twitter user Dromedary for this prompt. This is beautiful. This was a really nice episode. I'm really, this turned out great. Yeah. Ah, oh, thank you so much. And if you, Dang. if you would like to submit a character of your own, uh, there's a lot of ways you can do it. And one of them is, ton of ways. One of them is tweeting at us at AMFC underscore podcast. And feel free to honestly spam away. Like send us as many prompts as yeah. you want. If you have like 20 prompts in your head, tweet them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, the more the merrier. Oh yeah. Always. All, tweet us anything you got. Yeah. Just keep throwing them at us and we'll keep, we'll keep doing what you do. Exactly. Uh, you can also post them on our Facebook page. We've gotten a few lovely suggestions there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's facebook.com slash allmyfantasychildren. You can email us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. Where, uh, what else can they do? Uh, uh. You can post them on our Discord. Yeah. Uh, you can find that link on our Twitter. That's pinned to our Twitter page. Yeah. Come on in and we chat about canons and we, we chat about, you know, spoilers of episodes. We chat general chat. There's lots of different channels. Some about the yeah. show. Some are just for hanging. You know, it's just somewhere if you want to kick back and talk about all my fantasy children or learn about some lore, you can always ask questions. We're always on there. Yeah. 
if you love the show, consider backing the show on Patreon. Patreon backers get early access to episodes. They get they get access to all my fantasy secrets, which is behind the scenes show we record periodically. Uh, they get lots of other cool rewards. You should check that out. Yeah. Um, you should could leave us a nice iTunes review or social media shout out if you've been enjoying the show. I just checked it for the first time. We got some very lovely reviews. We do. They're very nice. Thank you so much. Anything else? Yeah. If you like Jeff a lot, Jeff has a second podcast and it's called Party of One, people. Yeah, I do have a podcast. It's real good. Party of One is an actual play, uh, role-playing game podcast focused on two-player role-playing games. Every week I sit down with guests one-on-one. We play through a short role-playing game. Uh, this week on the show, we played a game called Cthulhu Confidential. It's the first game in the Gumshoe 1 to 1 series. It was a mystery game. I'm really happy with how that episode turned out. I think it was fantastic. And you have a verbal hug. You have a quick verbal hug? I do. Go for it. My verbal hug this week for you is, uh, it's a lot based on the episode. If you know someone who's a little reserved, you know, and they, and they hesitate to open up, you know, sometimes it's, I'm trying to think of something that has to do with this episode because it's, I like this. I loved this topic of like giving, like, you know, when you, you talk to like your dad about sports and yeah. they like open up and it's a magical experience. I think it's easy to think that you don't mesh with someone if they are sort of reserved or sort of closed off. But I think a lot of times, I think if you find that person in their element, I think you'll be surprised at the person that you find. I think that people are a lot more excited and happy than you might think sometimes. Yeah. Then give people a chance. Yeah, give people a chance to open up. Yeah. And you might be surprised with the pearl that you find inside that little clam. Give people the chance to open up about the things they're passionate about. You might be surprised at what you learn about them, and you might be surprised at what you learn about yourself. Absolutely. It's always good to listen. Yes. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. And yep. with that, good, good night, night and good, good game. game.